welcome to another edition of Between Two Beats. With me, as usual, is Ariel. Say hello, Ariel. Hello, Ariel. Hello, Ariel. <laughs> welcome to all the crickets out there. This is episode 13, or the recording of episode 13, assuming that everything goes well, because, you know, 13. Uh, for yes. those of you that have been following along, uh, this is a digital AMA series where uh, I go in cold. I have mm -hmm. no clue what's coming my way. We're going to focus on one topic, and that topic is what? Um, so I was kind of thinking of sticking with the movie theme that we had going from last okay. time, and I wanted to give you a hint because I know you love movies, mm -hmm. and from this hint, I'm hoping you can guess what our topic is. Okay. Well, that's beautiful. Are you ready? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so me and my dad came up with this one, but uh, the saying is, open the pod bay doors, Hal. Oh, so so we're talking about uh, digital intelligence, AI. We're talking about uh, Hal, which was, uh, you know, the space odyssey. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, the the entire, I'm assuming the concept here is, is getting into artificial intelligence. Would that be a fair guess or close to it? Close, close. Okay. So we said, we, we came up with your answer would be one of two things, oh. either AI, like you guessed, yeah. or, um, or voice command, which the topic is voice command. Well, let, let's, let's do that because uh, uh, at the end of the day, uh, not to spoil it, but AI makes a lot of that possible. So, uh, exactly. exactly. So, okay. So, so, so the theme there is, is when we think about the future, how do we interact uh, with our environment? Isn't how mm -hmm. like... just kind of like voice, voice command and voice search. So mm -hmm. I guess I kind of wanted to start off with yeah. voice command. Yeah. And um, obviously I always kind of like think of topics and talk with my dad and look, look up stuff mm -hmm. just to kind of and I relate to my own life personally and how I use it and I know that I use like my Apple watch yep. and text dad like simple commands I personally use every single day with my iPhone or my Apple watch I find it a lot easier for my life so I guess I kind of just wanted to start off and see where the tech sort of came from mm -hmm. so so let's let's start right there so so initially uh, there, there's layers there, right? So there's the text-to-speech, right? Or, or the speech-to-text, I should say, or speech-to-command, right? So being yeah. able to interpret what you're saying and, and issue a command, okay? So so that's really the early days of any form of interface, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Whether or not that's a keyboard, a mouse, you know, I want to do something, how do I tell it to do something, and then it goes off and does something, right? So the voice yeah. command equates to a back-end command, that, that basically then goes off and does something. And if the feedback is auditory, you'll get an auditory output, you know, or if it's visual, you'll get a visual output. Or if it's a um, back-end system where people are all of a sudden are doing the ordering based on the fact that you asked for milk, and next thing you know, you've got milk added to your shopping cart. Next time Amazon Prime ships to you, you've got milk. You know what I mean? So, so voice commands are a means of accessing a back-end process. Mm -hmm. or any okay. command, right? So, so the, how complicated is the backend process? And the backend process does not have to be on your watch. It can be out in the internet. It could be in the cloud. It could be on your phone. It could be on something that's got a lot more processing, you know, and going back to a previous episode, why is that stack not on the camera? Well, it's a stack. What is the tech mm -hmm. stack, right? So the process really is the moneymaker. You know, the more we incorporate that process into an automated command mm -hmm. and the more we use automated commands, you know, the, the more that'll become how we do it. Right. So you have means now within your house 
to issue auditory commands. And that like a like a Google Home type of thing, exactly, or an Amazon uh, Alexa, or what is it, Echo, or, or whatnot. Like Echo. you know, if, if we actually had a, a a thousand people watching us right now, we could probably issue an, an auditory command, and mm -hmm. their devices would pick it up. You know, which is a big <laughs> black hat moment right there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, but that that's fundamentally it. It's just an auditory command. So it's gotten better at interpreting mm -hmm. the command. So going back to the early days of uh, on off that's your basic command right is it on yeah. or off how do you then Lights. dim the switch you know so that's a mm -hmm. variable right so all of those things you know interpret how you make sense of that but that's yeah. the command process so we are now at a point now where the back-end systems have done enough processing have done enough analysis to get better at understanding what we're trying to do so that's it. I guess that kind of leads into my other question. Cause the movie that I referenced with the open the pod bay doors, mm. Hal, obviously he's at like he's in outer space. Yep. And the scene is he's outside of the pod and the little mini one in the home mm -hmm. base and they're wanting to unplug. Mm -hmm. And obviously the computer takes the takes over. Well, he knows um, he, he's being threatened. He know he he goes. Yeah, he, he knows. He's yeah, like he knows. he's he's he smarter. Oh, he's very but, smart. Um, would you say like in NASA, cause obviously like everyday stuff, yeah. very simple commands on that's, off, that's, text dad. That's 10 years mom. old tech. We've been, we've been doing those type of issue commands, you know, yeah. and, and the fact that, you know, to use the, the 2001, yeah. In that time frame, you could probably mm -hmm. have examples, very costly examples uh, of, you know, a, a issue command and then have some robotic interface open a door. You know what I mean? It's yeah. no different than clicking a switch or a remote or whatnot, right? As soon as you know what that click is, it goes off mm -hmm. and does it. So the tech stack of opening a pod door has been around since the 60s. Dude, since open the up 60s. the pod door. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then all of yeah. a sudden they put robotic uh, hinges on that. Well, as soon as you've got a robotic hinge or any hinge system and you put a motor on it, now all of a sudden mm -hmm. you're able to automate that hinge. And then the question is, is how do you issue power to it? Well, that's a command. Click. How is how is the tech side of things? So obviously we know how it kind of works in the sense of like very limited text text yeah. mom yeah. and it texts it. But like on the tech side of things, how would that kind of work? How is that? Okay, so that's over? where you get into your speech to text. Okay, or speech to whatever, right? So in the case of, okay. of a computer backend, it doesn't need the text per se. It, it takes spickles of it or you know i came up with that word but you know it's able to view it at a higher definition <laughs> little right? bits yeah well it, it's a big data view right so it's in it's mm -hmm. interpreting what okay. you're saying not as you're saying it per se but as mm -hmm. a mix of a million people saying the same thing and saying you're in the range so you're in that mm -hmm. sweet spot of this command and the sweet spot of that command includes text mom right but it could also include uh, text mama or, or, or mom, yeah. you know, and, and mama. mama, right? So it picks up, and this is where the AI and the big data come in behind the scenes is it's got all of these examples over time, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And it's categorized it and saying this grouping of variations mm -hmm. of this command, both all go to here. And that's the pod bay, right? So now you get a scenario mm -hmm. where uh, to use the space odyssey, uh, let's say you've got a Russian cosmonaut and an, an English cosmonaut. Well, the back end AI just knows that it needs to open a door, 
Well, mm-hmm. the command could be in Russian, could be in Ukrainian, could be in English. It doesn't really matter, right? Because at the end of the day, once it gets to the point where it knows that the command is X, and mm-hmm. uh, you're done, right? So, so that tech, once you start stripping it down, you know, your phone or your watch has just made it easier for you to interface a backend cloud interface of millions of interpretations. Your dad's mm-hmm. major use of it is basically doing messaging. Because most of his yeah. stuff is text-to-speech. So text-to-speech is 30, 40 years worth of shitty text-to-speech that we had to deal with, or speech-to-text, depending on you know yeah. the angle, to get to a point where we had such a large sample mm-hmm. where that sample, big data, and AI yeah. being able to make sense of big data, go and say, hey, this is easy to me now. Right? Yeah. So now all of a sudden when your dad's speaking, he, it, he doesn't have to be perfect anymore. I was gonna say, even I, like, even I know, and I have only had a phone with Siri in the last since I was eighteen. I'm now twenty four, so mm. in the last six amount year, of years. Yeah. But even then, it was like before you really had to enunciate mm. to your phone, and now it's like well, here's text mom. Well, here's the difference. Here's the difference. In the early days, all of that processing was done on the phone, on the device. It wasn't connected to a three G, one G whatever Mm -hmm. you know what i mean there was not that back end so all it could figure out is all you could cram intelligence wise on a little chip that would fit on that device whereas now that processing and the database that Mm -hmm. makes up all of those variations exists somewhere else and you've got a fast enough connection so it's still stupid here because so it it takes it sends it sends it back yeah yeah, so that's when you're that's in an always connected mode, right? Okay. Right. You're like if you're in a true connected, you're on your three G, you're never disconnecting, whatnot. Yeah, most of the stuff when you're doing a Siri or whatnot, there's mm-hmm. a portion that's installed locally, but a good stack of it is a is out there. You know what I mean? And in an ideal world, it's leveraging that. And in a great stack, you have just enough functionality locally that if your connection severs then you're back to mm. the basic commands and those still work. But the advanced stuff, no, we're, we're very much a cloud-based infrastructure. World. Where, world yeah. yeah, where everything is in layers and a good chunk of that layer is not local anymore because it makes more sense to have it on the cloud because now you have the economies, not of scale per se, but the economies mm-hmm. of big data. Okay, so now you're able to analyze Let's put it this way. If you had a million users of a device and they issued a command locally, the system mm-hmm. wouldn't learn. Whereas if all of those commands are sent to the cloud, captured, analyzed, and every time you issue that command over the course of a year, now you've got mm-hmm. a billion variations of that command that if it was a local-based solution, it would stay on your phone and disappear. Well, it, the so old it systems kind of were like more that. Like, so it would be more essentially tailored to you and what you search specifically. Well, that's the other aspect to it, yeah. Now you got profiles. Now you're getting into profiles, right? So if you're logged in to whatever system, Mm -hmm. and all logged in means is I have a means of knowing who you are, with your permission, basically. Mm -hmm. Now all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, your profile, it knows when you sleep, it knows when you wake, and it incorporates that into the vocal command. So it now has context. So when you Mm -hmm. ask for something, it might know that you might want something different in the morning or at night. Oh, I know, because even just the other day, my phone started doing this. So I work out every morning and I get out or I try to work out every morning. And when I get up, 
I use like my timer for my workout on my phone and I go like set a timer for 45 seconds. And so now at 6.45 or 7 in the morning, the other day I woke up and I didn't get up for my workout and I woke up at like 8 to get ready for work and it said at 7, 6.45 or 7 o'clock, it was like, do you want to set a timer for 45 seconds? Because I didn't do it. I didn't ask it to do it that morning. Now you've got into the assistant layer and all the assistant layer is some system that goes mm -hmm. through your profile and your data usage and figures out patterns and mm -hmm. the larger system of that looks at it across a million users right so so you are yeah. and that's the thing it, of... it, so that next layer of back and forth with these systems is it's now aware it's of it's got context it knows who you are it's personalizing your voice is specific to you but it's achieved all of that just like when we do google searches every time you do a google search the system picks up that search and puts it into a separate index and says hey these are the top searched items and it leverages that data we've given it that that information so it's the same thing with voice what's really changed in the last 20 years is that the systems have opened up so that all of those local usage have gone to a larger database that mm -hmm. allows us to make sense of it and make it easier. In, guess, in yeah. theory, in theory. In theory. In do theory. you think do you think that that's a better do you think it's better that way like sending it to the cloud obviously having that big data you, option? You need it. Like everything that you've seen in the last 5 10 years that have drastically improved. You know, you've yeah. seen some of the the voiceover stuff that we're doing with the AI and the avatars and and Siri and all of yeah. that stuff, right? That has mm -hmm. only been possible because of big data. Be and then, like I said, AI is just a means of going through that big data and making sense of it. That's the simplistic view of it, right? But yeah. it needs both. And we could not achieve big data if we mm -hmm. did not send all of our data to one pool. One pool. Or, well, multiple pools, you know, because yeah. systems, right? <laughs> uh, but, so but compare that to now. We, I have witnessed something massive in... 2000 when all of a sudden we used that mindset for uh, viruses in the old days you'd have to have virus files and those virus yeah. files would be updated and you wouldn't know and you would only be vulnerable to the stuff that wasn't on the file well the second that all of these things came up on the cloud now all of a sudden the awareness of patterns mm -hmm. grew same thing with spam emails google being able to understand what's a spam because it's doing a pooling of a million a gazillion versions of those emails and it goes hey these three people marked it as spam. So before these ones even get to see it, I'm going to remove it for them. That's AI. It's no different than yeah. the assistant. It's not asking you, do you wish to put this in spam? It already knows you want it there. Yeah. Um, so in voice command to voice yeah. search, like I mm -hmm. know they're, they're different. Obviously, voice command we've established is like asking the tech to do something to obviously. The other one's having more of a conversation. It. Yeah, it's more like it's like voice search i guess yeah. so i guess i kind of wanted to ask you essentially what is like the difference well fundamentally you said it right there one is a command based model at the end of the day it's just a series of commands okay everything is a command that goes to an api an application programming interface and then does something and then comes back with something that no matter whether or not it's a voice search or a voice command it's still a command to an api that gets you information the big difference there is when you're in the mode of searching how you search for something is not really a command model. You know, this is where the near me's come into play. That's not is a this where this in my head, this makes like the 
like natural language. That's or kind like of what we're getting at. Yeah. So it's more yeah. conversational, natural language. And similarly, going back to what we were saying, you need a lot more data to make sense of a lot more conversational versus command, right? So, so the simplicity of a command of hello, on, off, well, yeah, variations all come very simplistic to an A, B, so, you know, answer, right? But when you yeah. have a, what does the person want? And the same thing with voice search. Are you in a profile or are you not in a profile? Is it factoring your past searches? Is it factoring yeah. your GPS location, right? All of those things come in when we talk about voice search. Voice search is less about the technology, but more about okay. how everything comes together to say, what is your natural way of asking for this information? It's not typing it. It's asking for it. And that's where voice search comes in, okay? They've really come to say, we've evolved to a point where we're not going to type in a search. We're going to ask the question. How do, you know, you go to your teacher, your librarian, you know, whatever source of reference in the past, you ask the, yeah. the question. That is natural. Yeah. That is how we were brought up. So if you're mm -hmm. now in a scenario where the systems are multilingual because of large data, mm -hmm. okay, and it's the same thing. You're looking for patterns. You're looking for patterns across millions of people and then you apply the profile to say which of those patterns make more sense to you and then mm -hmm. that makes it easy but yeah it's never taking the full conversation it's only ever at the end of the day issuing a command with some parameters so what it's doing is from your statement it's pulling out various parameters so you're looking for a restaurant it doesn't care mm -hmm. about what you said before or after restaurant per se but it picked up on restaurant and then it picked up near me and then it might have picked up burger, okay? So now it's all of a sudden going to use its database of top five restaurants that serve burgers. Yeah. Because that's a database and GMB's feeding that in many cases, right? So what's the top review? So if the search is what's the best reviewed burger in city, mm -hmm. it's got the data to figure that for you. It's so giving you, you the number one. Well, it's always going to give you the number one. That's the biggest problem is in the old yeah. systems, when you get a search result, like use yellow pages, you'd get two pages. You, you know, even if you yeah. just magically opened and you didn't go any, that's two pages of data. That's that was potentially a thousand people <laughs> if you were. Well, even if, even Siri, like back yeah. a few years ago, you would be like, restaurant, like can you like find a restaurant near me that serves? Da, da, da. It would give it would go open like Wikipedia, not Wikipedia, but like. TripAdvisor um, or whatever it would use. Yeah, it would a, like open the site and be like, here's what I found. And then it would still list and you would still have to scroll. Yeah. Whereas now it just literally goes, there is this restaurant and it has this available. Like, do you want to go there? And now imagine, you know, the world of SEO where how important is it to be number one versus number two? Because it's not even being on the second page of Google. It's you're mm -hmm. still page one, but number two and you're not even being told. But then you get into the ad layers. Okay. Amazon Prime, pr premium players, you know, uh, affiliates and, and, and you know, the, the, the people they want to make money with. You know, those are the ones that all of a sudden start showing up at the top of the list, right? So you get yeah. to the point where, like all pendulums, you'll get to a point where it's like, well, I don't want a simple answer. And you're going to have an entire generation all of a sudden spawn back into, oh, my God, we need to deep dive. I want yeah. to hit all the restaurants and make my own decision. I'm going to be rebellious. Yeah, you know it, will, I mean? it will happen. That's oh, just the, exactly it, the way it's, the it's always a pendulum. It, every generation forgets something and the next generation remembers it and, you know, however you want so to do that. In terms of like businesses, like yeah. obviously you mentioned about like, you know, you're trying 
Whereas like if you ask for like a search or if you type in a search, mm. it gives you options. You have that choice, which will eventually we'll get back to that. I think yeah. a lot of people still do searching that way as well. I personally myself like to pick a place as opposed to something like tell me like, oh, this is the one place you should go to. But like for businesses, how do you get to that number one spot that pops up it's when like, it's people like search? Every, like, it's like everything else. Do you want to pay for it? Therefore, okay. ad-based or, or, or premium-based, you know, because you know that's eventually going to be the case. You've got great content that makes sure that, you know, uh, are you telling the system that you have burgers? Let's start right there. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not ranking on burgers when people do a voice search. Well, you're not ranking on burger when people search for you anyways because it's the same back-end data. Okay, so yeah. fix your data. It, simple mm -hmm. as that, right? So if it's data-based design mm -hmm. where all of a sudden all the data drives the decision – and you're giving it bad data or no data, mm. where do you start? That's your content strategy, right? You know, the, the marketing speak. But at the end of the day, it's about creating data that the system is able to then use to make sure that you're potentially in the answer. Then it becomes influence. Now, I don't know about search, but there's also discovery, as we always talk about, right? So where, where does voice search come into versus voice discovery? So voice discovery is you're walking along and it knows your patterns and it knows that you're potentially hungry at four o'clock. And you know what? There's yeah. this great restaurant with a five star and it serves burgers because, you know, and now all of a sudden the geo coordinates say that you're five feet away from it. It's like your biosensor is showing that your blood sugar is low and there's this burger joint right next door to you. Uh, go in. You go there. <laughs> you're not searching for that. You're, you're now discovering and being told. Okay. And that's mm -hmm. the next evolution. Okay. Because search is still, it's a search discovery. I've always said that there's two ways of, of getting to somewhere. You either discovered it and you never knew about it or you knew about it and you looked for it. Right. Where do you fit in that spectrum? And I'll be honest, yeah. most of my greatest experiences have been discovery-based, not search-based. Yeah. Because the emotion say, yeah, is completely kind of like different. Stumble. The stumble yeah. effect. Oh, yeah, that's exactly right. So going mm -hmm. back to that rebellious nature, you know, uh, do you just go for a walk and, 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 and find something that, that jumps out? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, you're seeing a huge thing in this town right now where people are purposely going to a whole bunch of different takeout restaurants, A, to spread you know, the, the dollars in the economy, but also to get mm -hmm. variety, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So, so that's discovery. I would not yeah. search for that. I go to the, like, no. we went to uh, a place uh, just a couple of days ago. I didn't even know the menu. I walked in, I knew about the place. I'd been here for 10 years and I'd never gone. What place was it? Gillies. I'm curious. G Gillies. We went to Gillies. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. You posted a photo. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's huge. Uh, and a lot for me when, when you're talking about food like that is how well mm -hmm. a person takes care of their deep fryer. Okay. So I always order a deep fryer mix to see how good the yeah. grease is kept up. Cause mm -hmm. if you mess up my onion rings, I'm not trusting you with any other food. <laughs> I'm never coming back. <laughs> I'm never coming back. The people have lost their business over poor, you know, change your oil people, you know, so stuff yeah. like that is, uh, so I, I ordered the big munch. And it was a crap mm -hmm. load of food, and it's enough for about four days because I broke it all up. I put all the fries in one container, and you know, because you can't eat that. It shit was up. very big. It I was did very see the big. Picture, so but, for but, reference, I did see. But I would have. I've been here. I could tell you where it was. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I drove by it many times, but it took a pandemic and dis, not even discovery. Uh, you know, a group philosophy uh, to 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 get me there. You know, so so where where does voice search come into that? Just bringing it all back. 
right? Mm -hmm. It would have been better to have kind of like a GPS system, which let's be honest, that's what you're wearing now with data that says, hey, where are the restaurants in the area? And as it knows where you are, Mm -hmm. it's becoming more like an assistant than taking commands. And that's the next evolution is when all of a sudden, as you say, would you like me to do this for you? Because you've tried it yourself for the last yeah. 20 days let me do it for like you your own personal assistant that's that's <laughs> that's what these things are so it's going to be less about yeah. how you interface with the search all of a sudden your assistant's mm-hmm. going to be the one telling you you know and where does mm-hmm. it get that data that's the other thing too. i mean people what makes a good assistant is knowing your behaviors mm-hmm. as e- like even a person which is what you would have prior mm-hmm. and sticking with movie or show references i'm watching suits right now and i just watched it when it first came out and donna Mm -hmm. is obviously like the great assistant that everybody is like she's one word yeah she's donna and my dad was like at that time when this show was coming out everyone was like you gotta get yourself a donna and it's like i did hear that thing but i never watched suits so i never got it the reference until now and she is really she's really good at what she does but essentially your phone now i guess would be would be doing that and it'll be doing better. The biggest thing with Donna was her empathetic is her empathetic nature. She knew she could read a room. Yeah. She could read people, right? She's empathetic. And you pick up on that throughout the, the series. But yeah, what is an empathetic assistant? It has access mm-hmm. to your profile. It has access to your sensors. You know, we were talking about biochips and stuff like that. When it knows your pulse rate and it knows your blood sugar level and knows all the basics that need to keep you alive, it's going to call the ambulance before you know you have a stroke. Yeah, that's great, kind of the great other thing. Great friggin' like when assistant. I was, Thank you. <laughs> when I was talking to my dad about this too, he also brought up like assisted living or old people, oh. like the help I've fallen, I can't yeah. get up. Like I know like a lot of people usually have beepers, but my dad also mentioned like people now are having like their grandkids or their kids put in systems in their house, like a yeah. Google Home. Like yeah. I've fallen, help, please call the ambulance. Yeah. So it's, it's, there's that. Well, voice I, imagine now the system, because you now have, let's say, a video in the house or, or biotech in you that -hmm. it knows you fell we have an immobile object in this quadrant that has not motioned and that object is rob and so rob's hit the floor and he's not moving (laughs) call the ambulance yeah that that's 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 a command but once Mm -hmm. again i didn't have to voice command it and that's the next Mm -hmm. evolution when we talk about it It needs to be empathetic it needs to know your patterns and no different than targeting ads, okay? We don't complain about the right ad at the right time for the right thing. If I needed a burger and the system told mm-hmm. me that the greatest burger in the area that I don't know is two blocks away, hang a right, yeah. Yeah. Th- thank you for the assistance. I've now removed <laughs> the search equation entirely. So when I was, when we were doing, looking at the topic, there was um, like stats that kind of came up and I'm just gonna read them because I thought they were quite interesting. Um, and me and my dad had opposing views on this on the okay. stats. Some of them he was like, I'm very surprised. And I was like, I'm not really surprised. But there is a bit um, of a generation gap, too. So 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 what, is, what, exact, what was it? What exactly. was the detail? So uh, specifically for voice search, mm. um, I've 58 percent have found local businesses using voice search in areas in general. Um, another stat was 45% of people searched for lo- search for local businesses every day using voice search. 27% of people have visited the shop immediately, like that number one option that popped up. They visited immediately after um, voice searching for it. And then 30% more 
is more actionable than text-based because obviously it's giving you that one that one or it knows exactly because it is it's your personal assistant essentially and it's your phone that you're searching on so it knows what you're looking for and it gives you that number one option based off what you would possibly mm -hmm. want and then you just go okay do you want directions and then it's like yes very simple um the surprising one was or not surprising i guess is that older users 55 plus are likely are less likely to use voice search and this is where this is where mm -hmm. me and my dad were like i didn't find it surprising but he found it surprising was that men typically use voice search more than women i didn't find that surprising but my dad found it very surprising mm -hmm. i'm curious your thoughts well numbers lie relationships rules right every stats it could be made to be anything, right? So what was the population sample? Was it in Toronto where you had a high uh, percentage of uh, highly connected phones versus someone yeah. like me that has a 12 year old phone that, that you know, I've, it's got voice commands. I can pull it up, yeah. but it's the right. old school exactly. voice. It, it's local only voice commands. You know, yeah. we, we were talking about that, right? So that's 12 years old. So 12 years old, it was local, now it's not. So mm -hmm. I think a lot of it comes down to um, more about the size of the population, uh, and the tech advancement in that population. I yeah. don't do, I don't do voice search. I have, I, you know, I've got Siri here. I've done the occasional, uh, mm -hmm. I've been around your dad he does considerably more than me and we're more or less the same age. So it's not an age thing. It's a, it's a tech yeah. access point. I don't have access to the tech to, to pull that off. So I think the better question is it would be in a sampling of people that had the tech mm -hmm. and the need to use it, those numbers make sense. But that's yeah. excluding probably a percentage of the population that would skew those numbers any which way you wanted, depending on how you did the pooling, right? So that's me yeah. pulling up my old stats model, right? How big mm -hmm. is the sample? So I think it gives you a sense of what the marketers want you to be doing. Yeah. Okay, that, I that, think that's does, the better yeah. statement. I, yeah, none of it was really surprising to me, like the 30% more actionable mm, because it's giving you less option, whereas like having like a search or like, oh, maybe I'll get back to it later. Like maybe I want this later. I'm just going to browse. Yeah. Typically, if you've got the answer, the next mm -hmm. call to action is, do you want to call them or do you want directions, right? So when we talk about that yeah. conversion rate, it's more about how is that funnel working? A good funnel yeah. would be, I did the search, I got the result, and I didn't let the guy, person just walk away. I then turned around and said, do, do you want to see this? You know, do you want <laughs> yeah. to click on this? Like, we, you know, yeah. that, that's the difference, I think, is the system takes you that next step, which makes mm -hmm. the conversion. And I think that's because it's now a conversational engine, whereas a search requires you to then do a follow-up manually. Imagine if that manual follow-up didn't occur with the search. And it just said, okay, you've now searched for it. Uh, based yeah. on the you know past patterns, here's your search result. Uh, in three seconds, I'm going to click the first one because I think that's the one you want, but I got you the list. Yeah. <laughs> now you've got a higher conversion because the funnel is better. So exactly. I, I listen to those numbers and they don't sound wrong, but if you were to ask that same question to someone in Africa versus someone in India versus someone mm -hmm. in Japan or Korea versus someone in a highly... Uh, good economy versus bad economy, I think yeah. it comes down to access to the tech stack. And you're seeing more and more systems becoming voice-based, cloud-based, as more and more people become comfortable. That's the men, woman, I think, conversation you were having there without being sexist. Um, yeah. 
once that comfort level is reached, you're like we've got uh, uh, Wi-Fi cameras in the house. Every time I go outside or I go sprinkling the lawn or whatnot, I'm captured on five mm -hmm. seconds of film. You know, I would not have allowed that two years ago. And Karen yeah. has a great time because when she comes home at the day, she just goes in. It's the best of Rob. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's the same thing. Once yeah. the systems are there, it becomes how do you interface with those systems? Mm -hmm. It's definitely interesting. I like the point that you had said about like where we're headed, like it being more and more empathetic, more of the natural language obviously is being used more and more every single day and it understanding people as like a whole and different languages as well. Um, yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see because I mean, even in the past years that I've seen in the last eight years, it's drastically changed already. So I can imagine that in the next eight years to come, it'll probably change a lot as well. well one and of it the could all it will also the pendulum will swing the other way. And then my siblings will be like, wow, I'm gonna actually go out and search and I'm gonna avoid using a phone. And maybe I'll call a few places and I'll just kind of laugh. Patterns. I know they're always there, but it really will always come down to the emotion of the individual doing the search. Mm -hmm. Okay. And sometimes they're just not searching. Sometimes they're rousing and sometimes they want an answer. Right. So that's, that's understanding yeah. the context of the search. And if the yeah. answer is, I just want an answer and I give mm -hmm. you a list, I get frustrated. But yeah. if I, if I want to browse and you only give me one, I get frustrated. So what's the biggest thing is we've learned how to not frustrate you. The yep. systems, I mean, right? I frustrate everybody. Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> so we get on that? Anyways, that's, that, that kind of ties it up. I want to just well, say thank you. No, no, thank you. I love this. This is, I did not see this one coming at all. This this was, you know, I'm now going to have to go watch 2001, which is a, comp there's a lot more to just the AI <laughs> hell in that movie. There's especially the end piece alone. Okay. I'll talk to you later. Anyways, bye, Rob. Bye.